Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello. Good morning. Good eve. Good die. I don't know when you're listening to this, but uh, I appreciate the fact that you are. Noah, how you doing? I'm great. I love hearing Anya Marina's voice every time I start the show. My best friend. Uh, check out her music if you haven't already. I, that song is catchy and wonderful for a reason. The person who wrote it is an amazing singer-songwriter, um, Anya Marina. And if you need an intro to her, I promise you cannot go wrong with a cov- her cover of T.I.'s, Whatever You Like. You know that song, You Can Have Whatever You Like. Well, T.I. Actually, uh, actually is recently in some hot water over the fact that he and his wife may have been sex trafficking. So let's not listen to that T.I. version, even though it's great, too. But listen to Anya Marina's version and it literally will make you wet. Even if you're a guy, your your dick will just get wet <laughs> listening to it. And this is a family-friendly show. So I wanted to start out uh, by saying that just to get it out of the way. Um, Mom, what does it mean if you get your dick wet? As your kid says from the backseat of the minivan. 
why are you listening to my podcast on the minivan on the way to preschool? That's not okay. Uh, no, any way you consume it is fine. And it's important to have these conversations with your children uh, before they're ready to really understand what the hell anything is. Noah, do you remember when you found out a penis like goes inside a woman to make a baby? Because that, when that happened to me, when I realized that, it, I remember where I was. I remember everything. Where? Well, my, where my, were you? It was my cousin who um, stuck his penis in me, and I was like, "That's how you do it." No, no, I'm kidding. My cousin told me, and I could not believe it. I was up in my grandma's, uh, my dad's old bedroom at my grandma's house, and my cousin was like, "It goes inside you," and I was just like, "No way." No way. I like that that you just like rub it together like two sticks making a fire. I didn't know that you actually, a penis goes in you. And I don't think. How old were you though? Probably nine. What about you? Okay. I know that it's before uh, my family came to the U.S. from Israel. So that means I was younger than seven. Oh my God. That's young. And I knew it through like animal behavior. Ah, you saw a penis go in through animals? I don't know. I just always knew about sex. Was it a duck? Because animals had with sex. Eight p- penises and uh, another duck with nine vaginas, and four of them are for rape vaginas. Remember an- <laughs> Andrew's oh, animal God. facts that were just. Oh my God, the duck heads? The duck thing, <laughs> the duck penis thing. By the way, yeah, ducks have like corkscrew penises. That was the thing. That's the interesting thing about ducks. And I don't think it's true either that a duck's quack doesn't echo. I think that's another like fake. Uh, fact. Um, have you heard that before? I have not heard but that one. But if you one. do quack into a really cavernous vagina, it will not echo. <laughs> so that is where the duck and vagina thing does uh, come into play. Um, I am still in the Cayman Islands. Uh, I am staying at the nicest hotel I've ever stayed at, the the Kimpton here. I'm only saying that because I'm not going to be here tomorrow. So come and find me, bitches. It is this is an experience, by the way, that I'm trying to like extend, not because I love the Cayman Island. Like I do love being in Grand Cayman. I honestly, I know my way around. I want to live here someday thinking about getting a residency just to like, not for bank account purposes. People go, are you in the Caymans to, in the Cayman Islands to avoid paying taxes? And I go, actually, I love paying U.S. taxes. I love paying taxes. And that is someone who can afford to pay taxes. I understand that some people are like, I, but as someone who makes a lot of money, I deserve to be taxed more and I enjoy it and I will never avoid paying taxes. I just want to say that, but I just like it here in the Cayman, uh, in Grand Cayman because there's no COVID as you know, I'm just definitely scared to go back to COVID world. Um, masks. I just don't want to wear masks again. And also being in the Cayman, being in Grand Cayman right now, there's no tourists. I hate tourist stuff so much that I won't ever wait in line for a, an attraction that has tour. Like if I'm around tourists, it's because I'm like trying to get somewhere else. Like I hate tourist traps and it's not because I think I'm cooler than them. There are, are the tourist traps for a reason. They're popular. It's like pop music. I always defend my love of pop music. Cause I go, because it's popular cause it's good. So I, I agree that these things that I should say, see and wait in line to see, I just can't do it because I can't stand waiting in line. I just will not do it. Yeah. I think there is something though, spending time with locals versus spending time with other tourists. Yeah. I mean, it's empty here. It's, it's, there's this place called Caymana Bay, which is like an outdoor mall and it's like a ghost town. And I know that's not good for the retailers that are trying to make money and all the, but, but Cayman has adapted to, entertaining the locals now so they're not in this like i mean at least i don't sense it of this like we're really like 
these are hard times for us. They're kind of like talking about this is like the new normal. Like we've adjusted. We're now marketing towards locals. And it's just, it's a great place to be. It will never be this way again unless the next pandemic. It will never be this um, just you, you can never visit somewhere that's just locals that's this nice. Usually it's overwrought by um, by tourists and I I love it here so much. And it's just, I'm trying to acknowledge that if I come back to Grand Cayman next year, it won't be like this. So why not, why not stay when it's like this kind of really calm, beautiful place and the, the rates for hotels are pretty low and I'm staying at this, I want to live in this place. Like you ever walk into a hotel room and you're like, I just couldn't, I could live in this hotel. It's the perfect size. It's sexy. It feels like, I, I feel like I should be, um, I don't know. I just, I want to stay cause I feel like a single lady on the prowl that has like her own bachelorette pad, even though I'm not like making any moves on the Island, even though we just went to Starbucks and there's only one Starbucks on the Island, Noah. And it's where like all, every hot guy goes in the morning. Like every guy that's like, Everyone on the island that's around here goes. But Andrew and I were there and I was like, this is a meat market. There's only like, there's so many cute guys that walked in. And so I'm trying as desperately as I can to like make it very evident that Andrew's my friend or like a brother. I just keep like, you know, palling around, giving him noogies, putting him in a <laughs> chokehold. I'm like, can you just like, I, I want to get a shirt that says uh, I'm with like my brother or like this is my brother with like an arrow or something. Um, but I feel like we, we exude an energy that is like, uh, I could still maybe try to bang this chick, even though this guy is sitting next to her, you know, I, I don't know. I've definitely been cursed with having too many guy friends. And whenever yeah. I would go out with them, it would just be like a circle of cock blocks. I know. Uh, and Andrew's very aware of that. And I'm also aware of that with girls. Whenever we encounter a girl that I think he might like, I try to distance myself or be like, or mention that I'm looking for a guy around her so that she knows like, I, and I always know a guy is into me if they follow up with me when we're alone. Like, so you and Andrew like really never did any, like it, that, that's always a good actually sign that they like me is because if they're snooping around, like what's the deal with you and Andrew? I'm like, Oh yeah, they might be into me. So it's, I, I don't know. Any guy that is worthy of my time is not going to totally write me off because I have a guy sitting next to me that may or may not, I always err on the side of if, if I'm interested enough in a guy and he's with a girl until I know that they're together, I'm going to maybe consider that they're friends. That's the thing. It's like you, you, I feel like in relationships you make all of these, um, or like when you're looking for a partner, you make all of these assumptions like, Oh, um, I want to make it as easy as possible for this guy to hit on me and to know I'm available. And so you give him all these like, signs when really if a guy deserves you he'll do the work to find out if you're available do you agree right yes and isn't that attractive anyway that they're kind of like hunting for you yes like uh I just and and that like the work that goes into getting me or any girl for that matter the work that like the sacrifice of like oh I have to like maybe put my f face rejection or you know um consider moving or consider that my job is not going to make it so that I could be with this girl, like some kind of sacrifice because I will make sacrifices as well to be in a relationship and sacrifices to me 
in the name of like wanting to be with someone to me will make me love that person even more as opposed to being like, oh, this guy like gave up his life. Like I don't want someone to sacrifice things they actually love, but to make changes and to take risks Risks. in the name of being with me, I would be, nothing makes my DW-er. And you know, I'm talking about kids. Remember from the top of the podcast? (laughs) Yeah. Nothing makes me hornier than a guy that's like, I'm willing to take this risk or I'm willing to, yeah, that's just, uh, makes me pretty horny. So girls out there, I really recommend that book getting to, I do, I reread it last night. I'm like, I read so much of it, Noah, last night just to refresh. And it was so important. It just teaches women to value yourselves. That's all it does because the antidote to a man who isn't going to treat you right. Like any guy who is a, you know, player or like, a fuck boy, let's say the only way to avoid fuck boys is the only thing that fuck boys cannot put up with is a woman with confidence. It's like kryptonite to them. They will not be able to. So if you have confidence, you will steal yourself from being hurt so much more. I mean, psychopaths and sociopaths and people with like personality disorders can infiltrate you because they're experts and they have problems in their brain. But uh, truly, like, guys that are just, like, out to use you and not really be in a commitment, if you have self-respect through and through, which this book teaches you to harness, Getting to I Do by Dr. Pat Allen, you, I promise you, you will end up with someone good. Because it's just, like, guys like that, a girl with confidence, they can't, they can't get in. You won't let them in. So there's, no, you, there's nothing bad about these dating books. In fact, this one is uh, invaluable. Right, Noah? I, I mean you know, <laughs> I love that book. It's our Bible. <laughs> it's uh, our Bible. Bible. Let's get Andrew in here. He is on my balcony staring and I have the most beautiful view of this crystal clear ocean. I've not, ne- I have to stay. I have to stay here. We'll talk about it with Andrew uh, when we get into uh, how he slept. And also you heard it here first. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. 
Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Nick. So <laughs> let's jump in right away and say to the listener, this uh, is... Not, we already recorded the, the what you already heard me talk about today was recorded uh, yesterday. And then we recorded a whole other podcast with Andrew on top of that yesterday. We, however, the recording was lost. So in, in the interest of in the uh, spirit of being honest uh, across the board, this is exciting because Andrew and I did a podcast in person yesterday, our last one that we didn't even know at the time was going to be our last one together because I was assuming I was probably leaving on Wednesday which is today when you guys are getting this, depending on when you're listening. But then I decided at the last minute yesterday to stay an extra week. Andrew decided to go back home and now he is in the airport in Miami on a seven hour layover (laughs) and we are recording an episode that we didn't think we'd have to record, uh, not in person, which is going to be this way for the next week. Uh, so let's just get started now. Andrew, how'd you sleep last night, buddy? Uh, you know, I never sleep well when I have to fly out early in the morning. I know. Uh, I, I literally, I'll set an alarm and I'll just think about how I missed a flight all night. I'll dream about it. I'll literally, uh, I've missed a few flights in my life. But, um, yeah, I made it. I went through customs. I was a little nervous. I'm always nervous. I always think I have cocaine in my ass for some reason. (laughs) I'm like, I got it in my ass. And uh, the guy said, oh, this guy thought of it. The walk was, like, almost a mile. And I was like, why is the walk so long? And the guy's like, oh, so they could watch you and look at you while you're walking to customs. Yeah, I know. Big state. Well, apparently, if you're nervous going through customs, someone – I think Robin – uh, told me that she knows someone that works in customs and they said, she's like, I'm always nervous going through even though I have nothing to hide. Yeah. And she's like, y- that you should be. Like that they look for someone who's not nervous to be honest because it's like good people. It's like the same thing of like someone the other night at dinner goes, 
I'm so paranoid that I stink. I probably stink all the time. And I go, the fact that you're paranoid about it means you don't stink. Ah. People that stink are the ones that aren't paranoid. So if you're, if you're too cool, you're, there's, you're probably guilty of something. Yeah. And that is stinking. Yeah. You've got poop up your butt, not cocaine. I literally did just buy deodorant to- after customs and I put it on in the bathroom while taking a shit. But uh, <laughs> neither here nor there. Uh, so you balanced out in uh, there. You got you got clean smelling pits, a <laughs> dirty ass. Clean pits, dirty shits. That's what I say. <laughs> so so then I went to customs and he goes, Well, what kind of, what show were you on? What show were you doing? And I was like I, I I don't know. I was nervous. I get nervous, and then, and and I was like, "Why well, sign an NDA?" He's like, "Do you want to see America?" And I was like, "Well, uh, I'll tell you everything. I I need to know. Just don't <laughs> look he, at my asshole because there's cocaine in there." Do you want to know how this show ends? Yeah. I'll give you that. He's like, "No, I just want to know the gist of it." Jesus Christ! You're like, okay, so then there's gonna be enough. <laughs> then everything changes. There's a twist. He's like, "Don't tell me the twist." Spoiler alert! Spoiler He's alert. like, "Get him!" And then you get the- into it. And he goes, "Actually, this isn't my kind of show at all. I'm not even gonna be watching this. I'd rather you not continue." I can't wait to tell you how he really reacted to because I told him the title. Oh, hilarious. And it, he looked at me with almost disgust, like, you don't even belong in this country. So that's the, when I heard the title too, I <laughs> reacted. That's why I, I, I did the show, it's because of the title. No, I, it was, I can't wait to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I can't. I know. I can't wait. At some no, point. I'm kidding. I, I didn't even mean to say that. I go, I can't wait. Like, that's such a dick thing to say to someone that says, I can't wait. No, you can't. I can wait. I'm sure you. You, yeah, listen, when people say I can't wait, most of the time I'm just like, yes, you can. <laughs> and you're going to. It's just the dumbest thing to say. So few times where you go, I can't wait. You know what? You, can, you should only say I can't wait before you jump into the action that you can't wait for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, I can't wait. And then you dig into your meal. 100%. I think like I can't wait for these five months to be over. It's like you're going to because you're in jail. Well, you absolutely can and you will. Or you just if you really couldn't, then you'd like die. <laughs> You know? Yeah, or the people that go, I'm laughing so hard I can't even breathe. It's like you're Before breathing. Before you kill yourself, you're breathing. you should say, I can't wait to die. Boom. And then it's like, that's like, wow, that was the only fair use of that term or that, you know, <laughs> that it just got dark. Why do I take everything to suicide? The other night we were walking by a parking garage and it was like this beautiful like parking garage that in in Caymana Bay, the, the mall out here, that it looks at night, it's just lit up so beautiful and I'm not, I am the happiest I've ever been in my life. There's no suicidal ideations floating around in this brain of mine. And that used to be a, a constant for me. And it hasn't been for months and months and months. But the other night I was just like, that's so, that would be the most beautiful parking garage to hurl yourself. <laughs> and that's not even how I would do it. You know, like that's the last thing I would ever do. But it was just like, uh, I just, I, I go there sometimes. Yeah. You don't want to jump off like an old, like rundown building. If you're, yes, you do. if you want to kill yourself, I think you do. why? No, because you just see the, that's the, probably the way you see the world is like gray concrete. It's like your brain is made of it when you're that depressed. So you don't even think about, oh, I want to go out looking at the sunset or like, I don't think people actually make those choices with like that kind of stuff in mind. Yeah, that makes sense. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought about it all way too much. Let's change the subject. Yeah. But I, tw- I swear to God, that that was a, a thought that I go, well, that's usually a sign that I'm not well, but I, I couldn't be weller. I mean, I decided to stay here an extra week. Yeah, you're um, Eat, Pray, Loving it down there. How's it going? Yeah, without, either, how do you feel I'm down there? Now that you're sk- Eat, Pray, Loving it, and still I got our groove back, or I'm just going to read that book and watch that movie alone in my... <laughs> I'm either going to live those lives, or I'm just going to like consume things. Um, you know, it's pretty great. It's, it's a little bit weird, because I, was, I got a little depressed this morning as I was... 
going to the grocery store and picking up the car and like getting things and being like, oh, I don't have Andrew here to hang out with. I, um, Robin is sick from her. Um, she had a, what's wisdom it called? Taken, taken out. out. Yeah, a wisdom tooth taken out. And she's like hurling and she had to like come get me and she was like throwing up and had to come get me. It was just like this. I felt so bad, but I have, I don't even know what Uber is here. So I had no way to get, go get the car that the place that you were staying at. Anyway, I was feeling a little sad. And then I remembered that when I told Noah yesterday that I was staying an extra week, she goes, is anyone going to be there? And I go, yeah, Robin's still here. And she goes, oh good. Cause I would have flown out. And I was like, Am I that unstable that my friends are like, she shan't be alone for a week? No, I have to follow up with that That's comment. That's not what I meant. It, it stuck in my head of like, oh my God, maybe my friends think I'm unstable and I shouldn't be left alone. What was your reasoning behind that? Because it was so loving, but I just, it, it flew into my brain. I was walking through the grocery aisles today. I was like, what did she mean by First that? First I said I would take a boat. Because I don't think I can get it okay, through the TSA. That seems even more TSA. urgent. Like, I need to get yeah, there for you her live before in she Arizona. hurls herself off Caymana Bay. You're taking a boat from Arizona. You know it's a big deal. Well, it's just to show how much effort I would make for you, Nikki, because I'm such a good friend to you. Like, do you want to be there because you're like, she can't be alone. No. She'll, like, her mental health will deteriorate, and then my job will go away, and then the no. show will go away. Like, is it kind of that? So, okay. I'm seeing this from an outside perspective, and- you have had this amazing two months of working on this show. You've been so happy and it ended abruptly. So I see that as an ending and I wouldn't, Hmm. I know that I wouldn't want to be all alone, even though I have the tendency to just want to be alone. Yeah. So that's why I asked if Andrew's not there, do you have another friend in case you just need some late night support or anything like that? Totally. Well, you were my late night support the other day. Like I didn't have anyone to cry to Mm. about some stuff that I was processing and Andrew just uh, wasn't the person and he was up in bed. Anya didn't pick up because she was my go-to because I don't want to, you work on me and listen to my voice so much every day. Like, although you're on my list and like second on my list, I called Anya. She didn't pick up. Then I called and then you kind of know what my, like, my life is here. Other friends I've been out of touch with. So it would have been too much to catch them up with, but it was so nice. Cause I got to call you and you just like were there for me so much. So I always know you're a phone call away and I don't really, um, the only thing I'm feeling is like, I don't, uh, I want friends to hang out with. Like I want to be social. So I'm just going to go make some, I have, I have Robin, she's sick, but I have, uh, another friend, Tony, who I met on the show. Sally's down she there. seems to have a, Sally, I have like people I met on the show that I can reach out to and hang out with if I want. But there's also like, I went last night to, there was like live music happening. I was about to play guitar on my balcony, but then I heard live music right underneath me at the, at the place we ate lunch at Andrew, that band was still playing. They were amazing. So I rushed down there and as I'm walking in, I'm alone. It's all like local people, my age, like hanging out, uh, having dinners, celebrating, I don't know, just no tourists. And the band literally stopped as I like walked in oh. and I was, they were like, we're done for the night and they're packing up. And, um, it's so funny. And so I, I didn't get to there. like, I was just going to sit at the bar and get a seltzer I, and like, I did the same exact thing as you because you were on that podcast. So I went down there and I was going to text you to come down because I, I did the same exact thing. I went and sat at the bar and then literally <laughs> yeah. 15 mosquitoes started biting me and then yep. everyone was getting hit by mosquitoes and there were so many like cool people down there. It would have been a great hang to meet people. It was yes. perfect. And I was like, oh, wow, I know. I'm going to meet people. Nikki's going to meet people. So I leave. She's going to meet these cool other because that that green thing that was going on. Uh, there was an Earth yeah. Day um, party. party going on like two doors down from Nikki. 
that the hotel put on where the, the guy loves you there. And uh, it was a great way to meet people like locals. Damn it. Anyways. We really fucked point up. Point being, though, is the fact that I'm not there, that everyone's gone, Robin has a tooth, whatever, you will eat, pray, love, right? Because you are going to be forced to freaking make. Yeah, I'm and very you've social. Been, I don't have a problem yeah, getting in there and just mixing it up with the locals, but here, chatting here's up the boys. Thing. Because, uh, yeah. I, I always thought that you did have problems with being an extrovert like that or like wanting to meet people. And then I've seen you recently like with the people from the crew and like and like not thinking you're better than anyone and like just like really just like connecting with people like strongly and it's been it's been really cool to watch and that was another reason why i was like yeah dude she's gonna fucking kill it down there and like i have no like worries or whatever you know like yeah thank you andrew i appreciate that i like i do think that sometimes you say like i think that you need to hang out with regular people and get away from comics and i'm like all my friends are comics and i like regular people and that's why on the show i was so upset about the fact that so many of the crew were told like don't talk to talent or just that's the culture of working in show business is like separate like talent is special and they're like high maintenance and if you say the wrong thing to them you will be fired so no one talks to me and then after we wrapped I'm like I made such good friends yesterday with all the crew celebrated 420 with them in the way that I do every day but it was so it it was the kiss holiday it's it was so fun and um and yeah I'm gonna make more friends and just I like uh yeah I, I I'm definitely um I'm like at a new school but I also feel like the cool girl who knows who she is at a new school so I don't have this like no one wants to be my friend like if you don't want to be my friend, then I probably don't want to be your friend. So let's just, uh, I'll, I'll throw it out there. All right, let's get into the news. Uh, live from the Miami airport <laughs> and still the, the Cayman, uh, Grand Cayman. Uh, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Uh, you did. You heard it here first. Live from uh, gate D7. Uh, we are here in uh, Miami airport. If you are here right now listening, I have left. Don't go look for me. But, uh, man, we got some great headlines. I hope you're having fun out there as much as fun. You honestly might still be there. You are at a long layover, mister. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. And also have all the swells, everybody. Oh, yeah. But, don't forget. Yeah, don't forget that. Uh, yeah, no, I uh, I got in here at, at noon from my Cayman flight, and my next flight leaves at 7.50 at night. But you know what? I haven't flown in so long. I don't even give a fuck. It's when you're flying a lot where you get annoyed with airports. I'm like, I'm chilling. Anyways, that being said, first story here. <laughs> Multiple studies have shown that fish lose their memory as they age. Fish are social and remember their friends. Fish can be impatient. Fish feel pain. And even fish really like cocaine. Whoa. Okay, all I got from that was fish feel pain. Listen up, people. If you um, think that fish are just these dead-eyed, like, like making that (laughs) gulping face, and they're just like almost insects because they don't have any personality or whatever. You clearly don't know my fish. You don't know my fish. That's from Best in Show when uh, Parker Posey's character is yelling about the dog. She's trying to find a dog toy for her dog and she goes to the store. Have you seen that movie? I don't think so. And the dog... She's like, we need to find a bumblebee for my dog. She's like this obnoxious Manhattanite who met her husband at a Starbucks and he was at a Starbucks but they were Starbucks across the street from each other. (laughs) You know. Anyway, she's screaming at this guy, and then he's like offering a toy that has the same colors as the toy that she's looking for for her dog. And she's like, "He doesn't want this. 
what is this? It's like a dumb bumblebee. He's like, well, it has the same color. So she goes, you obviously don't know my dog. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like if you haven't partied with a barracuda on Molly, you haven't lived, you know? That's what I always say. <laughs> I mean, that would be, barracuda actually aren't like what you think they they're are. Not as, they're not yeah, going to like not... turn your body into a, skele a smiling skeleton within like five minutes <laughs> after <laughs> the water <laughs> splashes <laughs> a bunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I do, I do love, I do love, uh, like the idea of fish on cocaine, like like they're already pretty. Actually, I've seen a lot of those fish by the restaurant were just they just sat there waiting for food. Oh, for tarpon. Yeah, for hours. I did a great impression of it. You just like kind of. I mean, yes. <laughs> you just move slowly. That's a fish like on a Xanax. Like a, it, they do look like they're in Xanax. Tarpon are so funny. I I posted a video of them on my story. Uh, no, I'm going to send you another tarpon video to put it on our story so people understand tarpon are so creepy the way they just like kind of float and they look like little submarines, like big submarines actually, and they just float around. But most fish, yeah, they do have a cokey vibe. I never really did coke, even though it sounds like I'm on it today. I've done coke. My hand gets uh, very limp. I bite my lip. I sweat profusely. A few buttons come down. I get on the dance floor and I feel like Enrique Iglesias. And I tell women that I am Enrique Iglesias. Meanwhile, I'm like gnawing on their neck and being like, oh, you want this man, you know, this sexy man. And they're like, and meanwhile, I'm just standing alone in the corner talking to a bottle of Belvedere. You know, like I'm just, yeah, I'm a fucking mess, a goddamn mess. And I miss it. When would you realize that you looked like that? Like, did you see video of yourself or like would the next morning would you be like, I remember feeling that way and there's just no way that looked good. Or do you see other people on Coke and that's how they behave? Like, I don't even know how people on Coke behave because people on Coke are so fucking mysterious about it because you can't consume it in public. So you can't go, oh, he just started acting more weird after he did that line. Like, you know, when people drink, you go, oh, he did those shots and then it all like adds up. But people on Coke just suddenly, I, I just never know. And people who do Coke talk to each other in like this code. Like I've never even been asked if I've done Coke and I literally talk as fast as a person on Coke. So why aren't Coke people being like, you want to go to the bathroom? Or maybe they are and I'm just not picking up on it. What's going on? Well, I mean, it depends what kind of cokehead. If you're like a full-on cokehead, you're, you, you become normal. It normalizes. You're just taking it to get normal. Me, on the other hand, doing coke once every three months, it's a different ballgame. You know, that's when you start sweating and fighting. But why aren't coke people offering me coke? I want to be I'm offered telling you right now, and I'll turn it down. But I'm just, why do people, uh, some people know who to, to talk to about that and others don't? I never know when it's happening. I'll find out months later. Oh, everyone was on coke at that party. I'm like, what? By the way. Why wasn't I at least I'm offered? looking at you right now. You're wearing a, a sleeveless rock and roll I couldn't shirt. Look more a like turquoise who heart does coke. and a pink glasses with blonde hair. You look like the lead singer of Poison right now. And I would give you so much coke. Someone sc screenshot this right now, Noah. If you aren't, like, you're just make full screen screenshot. Like, I couldn't look like I do coke If you more. showed up at customs, they would throw you right into a, a jail cell. Literally a whole family came um, out of nowhere. Yeah, what happened there? I heard a... There's literally a whole family. It's just... I was alone until yeah, now. I can't believe you're doing a, a award-winning podcast at the gate. I mean, we haven't won them yet, but I'm just predicting. Yeah. You know, I'm manifesting this shit. Um, so, okay, fish can feel pain. That's just... I wanted to put that out there just in case you thought that you were eating something that, like, doesn't care. People always go, oh, my God, the fish is flopping around. Um, the fish... Look at the fish's body movements when it's in air, you guys, when it's above water. Just so you recall that, you know, when it's flopping on the line. 
Um, think of how you would look if you were drowning in the sea and you were stuck underwater and couldn't breathe. What what body movements would you make? Oh, similar ones? Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's not just flopping around like, that's so funny. It's being smothered uh, slowly. So just remember that next story. Man, I'm about to jump off a cool building. <laughs> you got nothing in there. You're 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 safe in a terminal. So <laughs> you're not. I know I can really bum you out. No, and, you don't you bum know, me out. I think a lot of people write comments and they love the, how much you're an activist, and I appreciate it. I really do. Will I stop eating salmon? I don't you know. Try to get through it fast. No, you won't. But listen, oh, these little nuggets that I leave along the way. If someone's on the teetering on veganism or just trying to be vegan one meal a week, I'm like, that's awesome. Do what you can. Just I want people to be aware of it and not just be in denial. I'm in denial about so much stuff that I just don't want to face because it's too hard and daunting. And it just you need to chip away at it slowly, slowly, slowly. So, uh, yeah, offer me cocaine if you see me at a party just to make me feel welcome. That's the gist. And of offer soul. me a sushi. That's roll. what I really wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> With a fish that's been doing cocaine. Made from a fish that's been high in experiments done by scientists who wrote oh, the article man, that, that we hand, just read. That, that hand will get real limp, boy. All right, next story. <laughs> limp hand roll. I'm sorry. A whole, I'm just telling everyone a whole family just sat next to me. So I apologize if you hear them talking about... Um, well, we don't hear them at all. Yeah, oh, it just really? Sounds, it, oh, these, that's These great. microphones are, like, dope. Okay. Yeah. All right. So next, there's next, a whole family staying with me too, and I don't talk about it. I, I invited just to cut the cost of this, this <laughs> hotel room. Smart, heady, uh, Manhattan to stop prosecuting prostitution, dismissing cases dating back decades. I mean, decades is pretty incredible. Wow. Over Why the last are there decade, any dates ba- dating back decades. Why are there any? That's what people are just stuck in jail because no movement has happened on their case. Yeah. For decades? So, Why hasn't something been decided decades ago? Or I guess it's just washed from your record. Yeah. Over the last decade, we've learned from those with lived experience and from our own experience, criminally prosecuting prostitution does not make us safer and too often achieves the opposite result by further marginalizing nice. vulnerable New Yorkers. Wow. Nice. I mean, that's so like forward thinking. I mean, in Europe, Andrew's they do that all back. the time. I don't have the money. I mean, I'd be broke by Wednesday. Yeah, I really hope they make it legal and and regulated. And if someone wants to have, if someone can have, if a woman can have sex safely with men for money, I have no issue with that. None. And if she can do that and like not, and and feel, and it's something about like porn stars feel sexy all the time. Like they love sex. They like, it's like comedy for me or like talking for me. You know, like they love sex. A lot of them love sex as much as I love talking. And they just found a way to do what they love all the time. And sometimes it sucks. Like sometimes I don't want to do a podcast. Sometimes I don't want to perform stand-up comedy. But for the most part, I landed on something I love. So if you're able to do that as a woman, I couldn't. But if you are, fucking just let them do it. Also, comedy could be just as ugly, like a 17-year-old at an open mic. I mean, that's, that's very sad stuff, you know? You've seen that. Yeah. A teenager oh, trying absolutely. to do jokes. It can ruin lives. <laughs> yes. But yes, keep it. Don't do comedy or prostitution until you're of age, of course. You have yeah. nothing to share with anyone when you're a young comic. Well, no, start start whenever you want. But prostitution, of course. This just, I, I don't know all the facts about this, but it seems like a, a step in the right direction. Well, I mean, in Amsterdam and stuff, it's like, it's legalized. It's, it's like the whole stigma is gone from it. 
and these, I don't know, I mean, do the women love it? I don't know if they love it. I, they just look at it as a job, just like if you were putting together a car. Yeah, if you worked at the fucking grilled cheese factory. Didn't you work at a grilled cheese place? And wouldn't yeah. you have rather been... Well, I fucked a few sandwiches, a, but... Yeah. I mean, who hasn't? Legal. You know, that yeah. was the number four. <laughs> uh, yeah. Special I'm, sauce. <laughs> <laughs> this whole family's staring at me, guys. I know. I mean, that is uh, ridiculous that uh, you I just mean, said all of that next to a family with ch young children. Oh my my God. family's cool because they are Yugoslavian, so they don't even understand English, the ones I have seen. Can I be me. honest? These guys are Spanish, so I'm good. Okay, good. You okay. might be good. Okay. Although a lot of Spanish-speaking people speak English as well, like perfectly. You are uh, very naive to assume that they are I'm listening to them. I could hear them. They're just speaking. Okay, you're right. You're right. But they might also understand English. Fine. I won't say cuatro. <laughs> the number cuatro. <laughs> Numero cuatro. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, next story. Here no, we wait a second. Oh, sorry, I think sorry. that's all I wanted to say. There's one other thing about prostitution and sex that I wanted to say. And I want it to be available to men who um, can't get laid otherwise. Oh, and like yes. maybe need to get it out of the way. And like I think that there's so often men write me and they're like, I'm a virgin, I'm 35. And I'm like, go to an escort, be like, just tell her the truth. She'll be like grateful that she's not with some guy who thinks he knows what he's doing, you know, like. Uh, no, that's a great point. That's, that's a great point. That's not, that's very marginal amount of the people using escort, like the very tiniest sliver. Yeah, but not, but, but not just virgins, like guys like incels, if there was no stigma around it, they could just go be with a mm -hmm. woman, realize it's okay. It's not the best thing incels ever. Incels are a different thing because they have a, an, an, I don't even want to talk about incels because they scare me so much, but their hatred for women is so deep that uh, a little visit to a prostitute is maybe not the safest thing for her or them to engage in because it's just, I don't know. I'd like to talk to an expert about incels and prostitution, whether that helps or uh, makes it worse. Gotcha. Um, but who knows? Let's get to why do I care? And by the way, when I said who knows, someone does know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why do you care, Nikki? <laughs> Nikki, why do you care about this? Honestly, I read this story last night, and I had a lot of different thoughts on it, but and I, it was interesting. I was thinking about what your thoughts were going to be. Okay, Debbie Lovato is facing a frozen yogurt backlash after saying the Big Chill has a triggering menu. So the Big Chill, as you, so you know it well, you were saying it's a yeah. yogurt store in L.A. Can I take this from yeah, here? Yeah, please do. Okay, the Big Chill is a yogurt uh, studio in a yogurt shop in Los Angeles. Uh, I forget the cross streets, but I used to go to this place sometimes twice a day. I have been absolutely addicted to frozen yogurt. Uh, as many anorexic women have been, even if you're not anorexic, you like switch over to just eating yogurt all the time. Uh, when you go to these places, you see other anorexic women. They're almost like uh, it, it's an embarrassing thing that I would, I would have to go in secret because I would have to get more than I would like I would I would know which shifts people were on so that the same person wouldn't see me there twice. Like it was an obsession. So this <laughs> yogurt is like it's called it's carbo light was the kind I got. And it has um like something like six, eleven calories per ounce. So you can get like a gigantic thing of yogurt that's just chemicals. I mean, there's just no base, there's no food in it. And you can eat um a ginormous amount for with very little calories. 
And so I would just eat this. This is all I would eat. I mean, it was all I would crave. It was all I wanted. And I am not alone here. So many women I know listening right now, you're addicted to frozen yogurt. I know you are. Yeah, because it's like the closest thing you can get to eating air. I know. Oh, I know. It comes up easy when you throw up if you want to do that too. I know that too. This is a place that is definitely feeding um, an anorexic population. There are families that go there and get their diet. You know, people partake in diet culture and don't go overboard with it. But these foods that are sugar-free, carb-free, calorie-free, uh, the and, and then and then this yogurt place was what Demi Lovato's issue was that she wanted to get yogurt. They also have like sugar flavors, but they are like no one's. It's it's not that it's like when the dad has to go with the the woman the wife that he's buying uh, gigantic tubs of yogurt. She can take them home. She can have them, wake up in the middle of the night and eat them. I know the drill. So on your way to the register, there's just tons of diet foods like all over the racks because they realize these anorexic women need uh, like other, like a supplier for all this stuff. stuff. And there's nowhere to get this shit. It's all like very kind of, you could probably get it on Amazon, but it's just like a one-stop shop for diet foods. Pretty much anorexic foods. None of these have nutritional values. They say like keto shit, but that's all bullshit. Um, every anorexic knows you're not looking for nutrition. You're looking for the least amount of calories. And this place supplies it. So Demi Lovato is someone who suffered with eating disorders. Um, called this place out and said, I wanted to get frozen yogurt. And I was triggered by every fucking, I have to walk through aisles and aisles of all this diet stuff. Here's the thing, Demi, don't go to that place. There's many other places to go get your yogurt. Much like um, places are selling cigarettes still and some people are non-smokers, even though that's a much easier habit to kick than uh, an eating disorder. And don't even write, if you want to know about that, read Alan Carr's Easy Way to Stop Smoking. But um, yeah, don't go to bar if you um, used to drink. Don't go to, you know, this is, that to me is like, yes, this person, they are able to do this and it's don't, don't, call them out. But I have to say the people that go to those places, the anorexic women that are pissed off and going, I go to that place all the time, four days a week. You have a problem. Probably there's no reason to consume this yogurt unless it's like a treat. And this is, coming from someone who used to consume it every day, multiple times lived on it. Never wanted to hear someone tell me what I'm telling you. It's diet culture. It's disgust. It's, it's, uh, it's making money off of your disease. You have a disease probably. But what would you say um, to some people that actually have a physical disease where they can't eat some, like the the different things that come in some of these? Celiacs or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's gluten-free ice cream that doesn't also have, called Carbolite, written with L-I-T-E. I would just say you're in denial if you're eating so much of this but if you are getting your gluten-free thing they have they carry a certain thing that you actually yeah. love and you don't binge on get, fucking go get there and get it i don't i don't have a problem with the big jill i don't have a problem with these companies making the diet food they are capitalizing off of women who are addicted to this stuff much like i was protein bars like i gave more money to orgain protein bars over the past five years or six years of my life then maybe i'm in the top one percent of people i bought more than grocery stores that I bought more product from them than grocery stores because it was all I ate. So to to deny that they're actually benefiting off of people who have eating disorders and are diseased is th- false. They yeah. know it. But that doesn't mean they sh- they have to stop because, you know, Anheuser are bush, beer companies, well, tobacco yeah, companies. It's all I'm, they're profiting off of addiction and disease. When I, the only, so I don't have any problem with anyone. The only problem I had was was calling out a business when you have 100 million followers and and. She's here's, hurt. Here's the thing. I get it. 
I get it and I empathize, but I, I would angry. think go go after the people that are actually making a dive food, not a small business, especially during COVID. Yeah. Like it's a woman no, owned business. business. It's been there 36 fine. years. It's oh, doing just well, fine. Well, here's the funny thing is like, there's no bad press. It went from 6,000 followers on Instagram to 30,000. This so, place is going to, it was yeah. like a, a clarion call to anorexic women. Hey, they have all of the stuff that you can't find anywhere and you can only get it that one CVS in, uh, you know, fucking Alameda that you drive out to because they have the type of sugar-free gum that no one else sells. I've been there before. I go to, the, I used to do the weirdest fucking things with food. So this place used to be like, if I type in a T on my Google mm-hmm. maps, the big chill will fill in, even though I haven't been there in three years. Yeah. I used to go there every fucking day. I know the people that work there. I know how much it is. I know what kind of sprinkles they have during the fall season. They have little maple leaf sprinkles. And during Easter, they have little Easter bunny sprinkles. Like, Obsessed with this place. Loved it. They're not going to be hurt. Demi Lovato is hurt. She is angry that she um, is. And she came out and apologized for it. And and, yeah, she was just in a moment. Yeah, she was in a moment. And And she didn't have a weekend to think about whether or not to announce that statement. She just had her phone in her hand and she was disgusted. And I bet she did it while she was in line. All right. Let's get to the segment of the day. Reddit dump. This is where I go through my Reddit on all my saved uh, posts that I liked that somebody else posted. This was in the subreddit Nostalgia, uh, which I love. Go through Nostalgia on Reddit, the subreddit Nostalgia. You guys will be hit in the Nostalgia, which is a, a phrase that I didn't even understand until I started following Nostalgia. I got my sister into it. So many things from like our childhood, different generations. Like sometimes some stuff doesn't hit. Some stuff you're like, I have not thought about that thing since 1993. And it makes, I can I taste love these. it. I love this. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I found this, though. This isn't really one of those. But Courtney Cox was the first person to say period on American television in a 1985 advertisement issued by Tampax. Oh, yeah, here we go. Does your life change once a month because of your period? Okay, Whoa! got you. Yeah, dude. She said period. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, she's I'm like be the looking first guy 80s to do a in a commercial locker room. And say anal fisher. <laughs> you could be the spokesman for uh, what's the stuff that you love oh for your butt? Oh my god, uh, Recticare? Are you kidding Recticare. me? It's changed my life. If you're out there, folks, and you have a hurt asshole or a burning asshole, or if it bleeds sometimes when you shit and you and you're really sad about it, throw Recticare on. This is not a paid ad. I promise you, it will change your life. It is the best thing ever. It's Novocaine for your asshole. It will change your life. You'll be able to take a tooth Recticare. out of your asshole. You'll be able to rip your teeth out through your butthole and feel Whoa. fine. Okay. Like, listen, you guys, I always tell people about Recticare because I know what um, happiness it has brought my friend Andrew. (laughs) Okay, sorry. So go ahead. So yeah, talking about beer. No, this is another one called Ask Reddit. There's a subreddit called Ask Reddit, which I love. People just pose really interesting questions that people ask. This question was, what was supposed to be the next big thing, but totally flopped? And I just want to read some of the answers. Oh, nice. Uh, People said Amazon shopping buttons. They pushed really hard for those and I never saw the point. I don't remember those. I think those are the ones that you're supposed to buy and then like you hit them when you you put you put them next to your detergent and when you run out you hit it and it just orders it again. It's like a dog Sorry. with a treat. It's like a dog no would one. do that. You know what I mean? You know when dogs do that when they hit the button for the to get food? Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. That's what that okay, is. Okay, McDonald's pizza, someone said. I don't remember that. Soap shoes. These were like normal shoes, but you could grind on rails with them via an indent in the sole. If you heard of these things from somewhere that wasn't Sonic Adventure 2, please tell me where and please tell me where I can buy a pair. Do you remember soap shoes? I, I don't. I do. I remember grinding shoes where shoes you could grind on. So I don't know technically soap, but grinding shoes for sure. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, and then someone's, okay, so let's go to the next one. Oh, this is a good one. This is from the subreddit dating, which always has good dating advice, questions, and stories. This person said, I thought I'd been ghosted, but as it would turn out, he just passed away over the weekend and I didn't know until three days afterwards. I so mean, this girl, the I read the whole thing. Here, she leads yeah. a, a whole thing. Oh yeah, I mean, God. she did get ghosted. So this guy she'd been dating for three months. She'd met his family. He went on a trip and didn't tell her about it. And then over the weekend and like she never heard from him. She found they didn't really. Oh, she didn't meet his family yet. But like she found out through Facebook of a distant cousin or something that he was dead. And now she's like, I don't even I can't really mourn him because no one who he knew knew me yet. Like I hadn't met everyone. We'd been casually dating. We were about to like probably become official. And so I. I feel weird, like reaching out and wanting to go to the funeral. Like no one knows who I am, even though I was having sex with this person. I mean, it's tragic. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. If you're crying at a funeral and no one knows who you are, you know, it's like, people are like, what? And then you're like, I was dating him. And he's like, well, he had a family and a wife. And you're like, I'm just kidding. Late peace. Cool. Right. Yeah. Oh, wrong funeral. Sorry. Didn't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, open, is this Dave? That's Smith? why open caskets are important. <laughs> so you can like see the person and you can blow them. I remember Nick Swartzen had a joke that he wanted to hire John Stamos to show up at his funeral and just start crying. And people would be like, is that John <laughs> Stamos like weeping violently in the corner? Like, did Nick know John Stamos? Like, how funny would that be? Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's great. Okay, here's a, a, a one from subreddit meditation. And it says, I will share with you the secret trick to stopping inner monologue. It says, hey, everyone, I've been meditating for over 12 years and could never rein in my turbulent inner monologue. It never stopped me for more than a few seconds. At, it never stopped for more than a few seconds at most. And I even started believing that it was not supposed to. But that would make concentration meditation impossible. And we know that it isn't. Anyway, here's the information for all of you with love. Focusing on peripheral vision stops inner monologue. Look anywhere softly. Gently focus on what you see in the corners of your eyes. That's it. That's all you have to do and your inner monologue stops. Do you want to try it right now? I'm doing so it right all, now. I'm seeing let's all just the like family. Think, let's all be quiet for a second and just listen to the voice in our heads. Like look forward. Don't, don't do the peripheral vision. Now do peripheral vision. Mm-hmm. Like look straight, but then concentrate on what's on the edge and it stops your inner monologue and it tracks. People are commenting on this like, holy fuck. To me, it didn't really do anything noticeable, but I wanted to share that in case it helps someone else. All right. And then let's round it out here. Um, Final thought. Oh, this made me laugh so hard. This was in, this was in, this was in uh, subreddit videos. And this is a news report where a woman is, uh, you know, asking people about the lottery that is happening in their town. And it's a, a huge Powerball. And just listen to this. This is the picture of the guy. Okay. So just picture him. He He's in a ski cap. He looks about 38. He's a little gaunt and he's just like, but he's kind of hot. Hold on. Here we go. We're here at the line where people are doing it uh, the old fashioned way. They're just filling out bubbles here. I want to turn some of these people around and ask you guys, sir, can I ask you what your lucky numbers are? Uh, I'm going to pick 14, 24, 2, 7, and 15. Uh, those are your lucky numbers. Can I tell you what, do you know your chances of winning? Slim to none. Slim to none. You're right. Let me tell you, it's one out of 292 million. What do you think about that? I knew it. You knew it. <laughs> your, your numbers are lucky, though. Am I right? So, so. Can I ask you, if you won all the money, <laughs> what would you do with it? Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Oh, okay. That's not good. What, is <laughs> this guy a barracuda? A different answer. That's probably not the answer that we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> laugh afterwards. And I legit, like, <laughs> love 
that guy. Yeah. I think he's hot, too. Yeah, dude. It was so funny. But anyway, Reddit is full of this stuff, and I love uh, just sharing the stuff with you guys. I just love a Final guy thought, with, like, um, a, Before my computer uh, dies. Yeah, a guy with 150 million, like, hookers and cocaine. He'd be dead in... It's a lot of in, hookers like, and cocaine. Yeah, in three weeks. Dead. Well, he just starts eating fish and moves to New York. He's like... <laughs> He gets cocaine and hookers. Legal. Uh, final thought, Andrew, I'm excited to um, do the podcast with you from afar. This one worked out for us. Uh, I also want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast. And um, please do not write to me in my DMs. I love the podcast, but um, you will not get your DM opened. I don't like butts. I don't want any criticism at all. And I know that's not like easy sometimes. Maybe you can send criticism through the reviews because I haven't been reading those because I just know that there's too much waiting for me there. Or you can send it into the Nikki Glazer pod uh, or the Nikki Glazer podcast at Gmail. I'm also, Noah will read those. But seriously, your criticisms are not gonna be addressed. I mean, I'll maybe see a little bit of what you guys don't like that I'm doing, but I would rather you just like not listen than tell me what I'm doing wrong and how, I'm not like a good person or what, like the butts. Yeah, I just no can't one handle. like. But if it's like slight things, then it's nice. But like, I'm not gonna. Yeah, change. but no, I, no one, change, no one likes the obvious <laughs> uh, compliment to a uh, to a critique. We all see it coming. We see the critique I coming. I see it's a fake compliment because you're just setting it up so you don't feel bad about yourself to do a fucking critique. I just go, it, you know what that should be followed by? I like the podcast. But it's even but better than I thought. I'm amazed that it's yeah, free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that I don't have a place to tell you anything because it's actually free. I love the podcast. Isn't that weird? I can't wait <laughs> for it to come out tomorrow. I just want to remind people, the podcast is free. Like, do you not realize that? Like, it, it's free for you. So just stop listening. But the thing is, people, this isn't most people. Most people are seeing the loveliest things. And I'm not perfect. I'm not always going to be the, your favorite person. You, People that you love are sometimes going to disappoint you. So if you're a fan of mine and I say something that you're like, I fucking don't like that, maybe enlighten me about it. I kind of like that stuff. But if it's if it's just a really little critique, like I don't really need it. And, um, and I'm not perfect and I don't think I do everything right. And I say dumb shit all the time. And I really do apologize if I ever offend anyone. It is never my intent. I want everyone to like me. You know that, but I also want us all to be happy, but I also say some stupid stuff sometimes, but I don't need you to write me about it. I know I'm Here's stupid. The thing, Nikki, you are stupid, but, um, thank but you. Go down, go, no, I'm go, very ignorant about to, a lot of go stuff. Go down to the pool bar and find yourself a okay. fucking gentleman or not, but maybe do it and have sex on a jet ski for me and Noah and for all your fans out there. I am going to go on a jet ski. And the jet ski guys, I was feeling the vibe yesterday. Oh, they're with very the, chill. The they just guys. sit out underneath the umbrella chill for as fuck. weeks. I'm like, do you guys want to celebrate 420 <laughs> for uh, the rest You're of our like, lives? Dude, it's tattooed um, on my lips. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, you know me, I'm not going to be having any sex here, but, uh, yeah, I might get, uh, d do some dry humping on a, on a yeah, jet ski, go deep, but it's going to be wet. That throttle. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to just go like cuddle with a starfish, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even though you're, you can't touch them and I won't touch them, but I would, I would go hug some stingrays again. That felt really good. They like are so sweet. Oh, I need an animal. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Andrew will be back in St. Louis where he will begin working on uh, getting our podcast into video format, which will be available for you guys soon enough. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for listening. We love you. Thank you for being our best friend. And I friends. just want to give a Andrew, quick shout out else? to the Miami airport Wi-Fi. You did a great job. Thank you so much. Yes. Oh, my God. 
so, like really seriously kudos to the Miami kids. Wi-Fi. Like it's better. Kudos. Kudos. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Later. See you tomorrow. Yeah. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.